guy, are you pumping iron or something? What are, you're looking big today, and you got your it's, like XXL uh, sweatshirt you know, on. It's a sweatshirt. One of these hood. <laughs> what do they call these things? A hoodie. A hoodie. I don't know. Maybe. But somebody cut the um, the 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 collar part. So maybe I should. So it's like a flash too. dance. It's like a flash dance sweatshirt. So I'm doing like a Stallone thing. This is more like a. You know, or more like Apollo Creed. When you? He, not Creed. Uh, uh, what's his name when he came in? Uh, I'm trying to. Th I can't think of his name. In Creed. Rocky. Yeah. No, the Which other one? guy, the Mr. Which T. One? Mr. Drago? T had like the Drago. He had uh, no T. frills. Like, like pity the fool. Pity the fool. Exactly. Was, and Tyson. Tyson fool, was no frills coming in the ring. Like he just had like he just pulled. He's, he's ready to roll. But hold on a second. So did you customize that sweatshirt yourself, or did I mean, what'd you do? No, I would tell you if I did. I don't know who did. I was. The, the house was cold, so I went and found a sweatshirt, and this cropped <laughs> you it up, think, and I just. Threw I mean it that, on. that that's either straight out of Flashdance or um, where you know. Chicks were cutting the collars and stuff. Um, sure. Now, uh, would did you ever did you ever wear like a tummy shirt? Like where you know? Like no. You were in I know what you're talking days. about. Mid, like that's like the mid like a sweatshirt yeah. that was two sizes yeah. too small. No, but just yeah. I mean that that was actually a look, especially because in, in in football, uh, at least college football, like they were showing a lot of midriff. A lot of guys know, like the Nebraska guys. I remember like. Bosworth, I think at that whole, I think yeah, he probably the, popularized it. Not to be Bos. confused with the tearaway jersey, of course, but no, uh, no, that no, was no, something no, totally no, no. different. Which, which we love to tearaway jersey guys when we were playing touch football, like and just you know just. And again, you you acted like it was an accident, but it wasn't. And, well, in and, Scarsdale, that's expensive because you guys were probably playing in your Ralph Lauren button downs, so you know yeah. it gets expensive after a while. I mean, I know well, how you guys I, rolled. I, I mean, no, we, you know. I mean, Look, I'm sure I'm sure a pair of J.C. Penny pocket, you know, plain pocket jeans got torn off too in Croton. You know, I mean, well, you guys... we see the thing about for us, we didn't have a lot of shirts, so if you're gonna tear that shit away, pardon me, you're gonna you pay the fight. price. So. You're gonna fight for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. You, for so, you guys, it was just sort of like, ha ha ha. You know, I'll just get another one out of my closet. For us, it's like life or death stuff. I don't think I ever wore a Ralph Lauren uh, shirt, FYI. Um, but that's another story. Um, you know, it's funny because Ralph Lauren is is arguably one of the clothing designers that that kind of sold out at the top. And I'm seeing this news today uh, that Dylan has sold his his catalog, as we like to say in the music world, for uh, somewhere around three hundred million dollars, um, which seems like a massive amount of money. Although, you know. I think Bob Dylan, I don't love listening to Bob Dylan, but as a songwriter, I mean, the influence this guy has had on, on, on 50 years of rock and roll is extraordinary. So um, I, it's crazy, man. I mean, what's going it's on? It's, think about that number. And so I wonder, so you make a good point. First of all, I have no idea how to value these things. I mean, it's clearly somebody does. It was universal music. And you wonder, like now it gives them the rights to throw these all these different songs at any number of different um, potential advertisers yeah, to use it's in their ads. Be... So maybe they maybe that number maybe it's a, maybe they make back like a five times what they spent. Good for Dylan, and I guess good for Universal Music. Well, look, I, I saw that uh, your girl Stevie Nicks sold her catalog last week for upwards of a hundred million dollars. I, I don't know how, who would pay for any of that. Um, if you're only paying 300 for Dylan. So, um, 
she's the one that actually stole something. I, I mean, I know you love her. I can't stand Stevie Nicks, man. That blush is great. A, a lot of, t- I think Fleetwood Mac. Stand back, a, for stand me, they're not back. a top 10, they're not a top, but they're in the no, top 25 Nicks. bands not, for me, for sure. We're talking about Fleetwood Mac. We're talking about Stevie Nicks. I mean, come on, A man. founding member of, of the band, you know? One I mean, you dove, can't bro. say Stevie Nicks without mentioning Fleetwood. It's, it's ridiculous. Look, you can't talk about guy. Paul McCartney without talking about the Beatles. You can't talk, right? It's the same thing. You're talking about Fleetwood Mac. We're not talking about the Beatles, all right? And, and, you know, but you're the guy that loves Carole King, so I, I, none of this should surprise me. A lot of time. By the way, she's a big fan of Commercial Break and well, Fast Money. She is, and she's turning in to watch you, clearly, uh, in your, your midriff, your tummy shirt. But uh, um, all right, so, so look, Airbnb and, and all these, you know, some of these, these unicorns are rushing to market. Is this, is this the top? I and mean, you tell me. It, it, it seems like everybody's trying to cash out. It makes sense, wouldn't you? I mean, it, listen, is it the, listen I, I think both of us are not uh, naive enough to, to say that this is the top, but it's got all the, it's got all the formations and all the signs that, you know, a lot of people trying to go to market. We, you know, we're going to talk about SPACs, I think, on Fast Money tonight. And that's actually been the buzzword for 2020. So much money floating around that people have it to throw at things like Bob Dylan's catalog for $300 million and Stevie Nicks. I guess that's a great thing. But you have to ask yourself, there's a lot of money chasing fewer and fewer assets. And almost by definition, that speaks to some frothiness in the market. Look, um, look at Bitcoin. Look at, look at cannabis. Um, look, look at, look at, you know, Palantir, um, look, you know, you name it, you know, pick a bubble and, and it's there. And, and, uh, the federal reserve is very much a part of this. And, and they've, they've told everyone reach out the risk curve. We got your back and, and we want to see assets move higher. Well, they are, um, commodities are, 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 are now looking like they're starting to build on, on momentum that would, you know, get them out of what's been probably a 10-year bear market um, and emerging markets after 10 years. Of, I mean, these, these are asset classes that run when the world, and I, I think there's a lot more fundamental behind investing in emerging markets and commodities than, than bubble. And, and boy, if anyone, I, I think those two asset classes actually have uh, an argument for breaking out. We've talked a lot about that. But um, it, it's, it's, look, uh, look at Tesla uh, setting, uh, you know, fresh, fresh highs today, 630 bucks. Um, it, it's, it's to me, uh, troubling. And yet the world's about to shut down uh, again for COVID. And even though I, I pointed out that, that one of the reasons why the airlines have been flying is because, is because you actually can see to the other side of this trade. It's actually, we're, I, I, I believe, I hope, I pray we're at peak COVID right now. Um, but I, I think that's in people like, how, how are you buying airlines and, and Boeing is it, you know, uh, with an upgrade today and someone threw a $300 target on it. Um, so, I, I bring that up because uh, although markets may be rallying on reopening and, and, and peak COVID, um, uh, more importantly, the, the approach to risk right now, I think, has gotten very much off sides. And, and the government's going to come in and spend what they can. So as an equity investor, what, what do you do? I, 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 I can tell you that we talk about this. Don't, don't, not only are you not fighting the Fed, whether I like what they're doing or not, um, but that the, the, the minute you see the Fed even start to kind of walk it back a little bit, uh, not only do you get out of the way, but you, you run, run, and run for the hills again. So yeah. I think that's something to think about. Well, and if you want just a sort of an example as to what could happen, just go back and look at what the market did from October 2018 until the early December of that year. 
when Jerome Powell, who was really in his nascent stage of being Fed chair, talked about autopilot in terms of reducing the balance sheet and they were going to systematically start to raise rates. And the market went down 19.9% in about a month and a half. So to yep. Tim's point, if you're looking for an example, it's out there. And when you start to catch a glimpse or whiff of that's going to happen again, watch out. But we got to watch out because we're up against it. Well, um, and, and I'm, I'm thinking whether it's uh, Mr. Tambourine Man or the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Um, you know, these are, these are iconic songs for a guy that I, 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 I think belongs in the top five songwriters of all time. Do you put them there? Well, I might put them there tomorrow when we have more time to talk. But right now, we got to get, get the hell out. We're blowing in the wind, bro. See you later. later.